going on, you guys? It's Tommy with District Day Strength and Fitness. Um, today, I have the uh, the pleasure of getting our general manager, Miranda, back on. It's been probably about a year since her and I have done this, so I'm really excited um, to talk with her. And, and I'm actually even more excited to talk about the topic of discussion, which is actually Miranda. And she's spent the last few months working her butt off on developing her own ebook that's um, available for members to purchase um it, so we're going to talk about it and there's a lot of different areas that we're going to highlight but i'm kind of stoked to hear her story and what kind of motivated her so just to kick it off miranda like you and i had this discussion i think back in february you and Robert reached out to me saying like, Hey, we're, we kind of have this idea. Do you want to talk about what got you to that point of, Hey, let me just try doing something. Like what was, what was the motivation to do that? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it was a couple of things like, first off, I'll be honest. <laughs> One of the ideas was trying to generate more passive income, um, so that we aren't spending as much time at the gym. So that was one piece of it, but more so just wanting to have a bigger reach, I think, you know, impact more people and more of the kinds of people that we're hoping to eventually work with. Um, you know, when you first kind of like start in this industry, it's like, yeah, you know, I'm going to work with absolutely everybody. <laughs> I'm not yeah. going to say no um, to anyone, which of course I always want to help people, but the more that I kind of dive in, into this industry and kind of figure out my niche and my audience and the group of people that I really want to impact um, is kind of what led me to developing this because I could be a little bit more specific with who I'm trying to reach, who I'm trying to help, um, and actually in a more specific way as well. Yeah. Just uh, as a follow-up question to that, so I've been putting out like my own like 30,000 foot view uh, podcast, and I put out one talking particularly about this topic of like staff evolution and impact and i think sometimes especially because what we have at district h is so unique like the model we've set up i think sometimes people will take it personally of like well why isn't miranda coaching my classes anymore right or like why isn't she as like involved doing certain things do you want to speak to that real quick and just just give people an honest assessment about your journey and your growth and and kind of how you view the value of your time a little bit yeah, for sure. I mean, again, so in the beginning of this, I, I was living in Wisconsin when I first kind of started my career in fitness and I was literally coaching like at one point it was the four morning classes. I would run home or I would work out, run home, nap, and then come back and coach the four evening classes. And if that doesn't make you exhausted and burnt out, I don't know what else will. Um, but so that's kind of where I started and then slowly, but surely I've gotten to the point where I am now, where as most of the people at district age know, I really only coach about three, maybe four classes a week versus eight a day. Um, so it's been quite a journey, but I feel like I've kind of found like who I want to work with, what I want to do. And district H has obviously given me an opportunity to do that. So I am really passionate about helping women, especially, um, or specifically, I should say, who want to get strong. Um, you know, I've, I've worked with lots of different people over the years and 
group class is fun. Don't get me wrong. I still do enjoy it. I love the people. I love the energy. You don't quite get that energy in a one-on-one setting, but you also don't quite get that impact. You know, um, for me, one of the things that really brings me fulfillment is that one-on-one conversation with the person I'm working with about other things. Like, yes, we're talking about, okay, how's your body feeling today? You know, are you sore? Things like that. How's the training going, progressing? But we're also talking about what else is going on in their life, you know, their stress, their sleep, their hydration, their all these other things that impact their actual health and well-being and longevity is where I actually find the most fulfillment. And so spending a lot of time doing group classes doesn't allow me to really kind of dive into that or help people in the way that I truly want to um, or make the impact that I'm hoping to be able to make. Yeah, I think that's fair. I I think like you spend one month with one of your personal training clients and you probably know them better than a group member who's been coming to your gym for like three years, just because <laughs> of the conversation you're having, right? It's like, you, yeah, you're like it's, it's anywhere from 30 to 60 minutes of just, yeah, like if you're not talking, first of all, it's super awkward, <laughs> but like, <laughs> second of all, like as a coach, you want to talk to them, right? Like, yeah, tell me about your life. What's going on? Like what, what can we do to make this the most productive session today? You know? And so I, I think, I think it's, I think group members, it, it's not like that Miranda doesn't necessarily care. That's not true. It's just more of like, imagine the type of fulfillment you could get if you have a very focused, intentional session with somebody. It's just, it's just like any relationship, right? Like think of like your best friends, like, and you keep it that very one-on-one relationship. I'm sure it's more meaningful in your life, generally speaking, right? Like humans just prefer that type of connection. Um, so let's, let's rotate to this ferocious female ebook. Where did the name come from? Um, well, like I said, I, you know, my target audience is definitely women. So that's kind of where the female comes from. And then I don't know. I'm always one for alliteration. Like I've always just kind of liked that. <laughs> I'm a grammar freak. So alliteration has always just kind of like been cool to me. So that's like the F and F there, but ferocious too kind of has a meaning, you know, I, I want women that buy this ebook eventually to kind of feel that way about themselves or get that kind of feeling, which I believe comes from lifting heavy weights. Um, So that's kind of, I guess, where the name came from. I I want people to feel ferocious, to have that fire within themselves when they're going through these workouts. And I think like when I was reading the introduction of your ebook, you you start with this, you know, from the very beginning, we were all taught the wrong things as females. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Like you're not only your own journey, but just speak to that bigger concept of like, hey, if you're a female in American society, you need to like eat no food, look super skinny and like not lift weights. Right. Like you want to talk about that real quick? Yeah. So it is part of the introduction, but again, part of the inspiration is like, personally, I grew up thinking that exact same thing. You know, my mom was always a runner. She's run marathons. Um, and so I grew up seeing her and she looked thin, looked good, looked in shape. And so I kind of always thought that like, okay, that's what you do to look that way. Like you Mm -hmm. run, you have to be in order to be in shape. You just run. Um, (laughs) 
And then later on, I luckily found actually CrossFit, um, which led me into weightlifting, found my passion with that. And I was like, actually, this is way more fun than running. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, growing up, it was not just that part, but also, okay, so if you want to look a certain way or be in shape, you need to do that. You do cardio, whether it's running or the elliptical or whatever. And you basically just need to eat nothing, right? Like limit your carbs, limit your fats. You know, a lot of times, even in that era was kind of like the whole fat free era, (laughs) even though a lot of that stuff now I know is like highly processed and they just pump it with a bunch of other stuff so that it tastes good. But that was kind of the, the mindset, right? At least for women. Um, and you, you know, you're also growing up seeing all these images of women that you're supposed to look like, like Victoria's secret models or things like that. So that's kind of always in the back of your head. Right. But now, thankfully, at least I know, or research is coming out that the benefits of strength training are actually extremely important. And I think it's becoming more accepted or almost like the popular thing to actually have muscle for women, which I'm super excited about because to be honest, growing up, like I was always called like tree trunk legs or, you know, like Miranda, why don't you try out for the football team? Like (laughs) that kind of thing. I was told that I look like a man in my prom dress, but for me, it was, I, I tried to never really let that stuff get to me just because of the feeling that I got from lifting weights. Like I loved feeling strong. So I didn't really care what other people kind of thought or said. (laughs) I mean, it, it bugs you a little bit, but, um, yeah, I guess that's kind of where it came from is I want people to, or at least women to know that that isn't the answer. Just to put my thumb on that nerve a little bit more, what does lifting weights and strength training and all of that do for you in terms of your mental health, your physical health and your identity as a female? Hmm, Yeah, I think it, I like to use the word empowered a lot, but so definitely makes me feel that way, but it gives me confidence. Um, You know, I think not to get into this too much, but like as a woman walking around just in life, like you always kind of have to have your guard up just a little bit more than men. You know, like if I'm going out at night, I need to be extra, extra cautious. I need to make sure that I feel safe or I put myself in safe situations, whatever. And even though I'm not like training to be a fighter or I'm not doing mixed martial arts or things like that, for some reason, lifting heavy weights makes me feel more confident in that more capable maybe, maybe people will think they won't mess with me if they see my muscles. I don't know, (laughs) (laughs) but it just gives me a feeling of accomplishment. You know, it it almost kind of like, I feel like when I get into like a good training session or a good groove, when I'm lifting heavy, doing my thing, it's almost like kind of an alter ego for me, a different person that I kind of get to become in that hour, in that session where, you know, I'm the Miranda that nobody messes with. I'm that ferocious female version of myself that I maybe don't get to be in other aspects of my life or other areas. Um, So it kind of gives me a chance to step into that side of myself a little bit more. I think one of the, one of the most, uh, one of the very 
I would say motivational things that I've heard from someone before. I, I believe it's, I believe it was from the sober bodybuilder. If you follow him at all on Instagram, but like he was talking about how someone's obsession with lifting weights and working out in the gym is more about for some people putting their life back together, or maybe it's a path of self-discovery, or maybe it's like this opportunity for you just to focus on you and battle whatever it is that you're battling with on a day-to-day basis. Does that resonate with you? Not only as a professional coach, but just as a female in society, like, is that, do you view that as your time to kind of work on this Miranda, this person that you inside truly kind of want to be? Oh yeah. A hundred percent. I feel like I kind of say this with my clients and I apply it to myself sometimes too. Like, you know, people get this idea that because you're a coach or you're a professional, that you don't have days that you're not motivated or you don't want to do it, (laughs) which certainly is not true. I mean, I probably have at least one day every week where I'm like, you know, I'm not feeling it. I feel exhausted. I feel sore. I don't want to, but what I always come back to is, more so the fact that not just that I'm training to compete or to look a certain way or whatever, it's that I'm trying to build my character, right? Like I'm going to be this person who does it when they don't want to, or yeah, maybe I'm in the gym and it's empty and I'm by myself where nobody knows if I quit or if I leave right now, but I'm going to know it. Right. And I want to be the person who perseveres through things like that, who has discipline, who, you know, has all these different attributes And I almost kind of view training as a chance to work on that. Like, of course, you're working on the physical side or whatever, the mental side, but you're also building a better version of yourself through the process. I think that's super inspiring. I think that's why you're a great leader at District H, because I think that inspires people to adopt a similar mentality like you know, you, me, Robert, we always talk about that intrinsic motivation to want to to train and improve yourself, you know, and and I want to get our clients to exactly what you just said every single day of like, you, you like, look forward to that hour, because it's your hour to, you know, yes, self developments, like your daily ritual to just work on you, you know, whatever that means to you. Um, one of the biggest things that I hear from even our own clients is that, you know, Tommy, I, I don't want to lift heavy weights because I'm going to get bulky. Do you want to talk about that real quick? Yeah, I was waiting for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll throw you that one. I get, I get that a lot, honestly. Um, you know, even sometimes with people when we have consultations who are coming in, I'll still get the, the whole bulky thing. I think it's a huge misconception I think sometimes maybe people see the elite of the elites and they're like, oh, you know, maybe I don't want to look like that. But I promise you, (laughs) either those people are maybe taking performance enhancing drugs or even if they're not, (laughs) this is their full time job, right? Like they eat, sleep, train. That's all they do. Um, You know, so unless you are trying to do that it most likely is not going to happen. It's not going to be the byproduct. The byproduct is going to be you most likely getting that toned physique that you're looking for. You know, I don't really love using the word toned, um, but I understand what people mean when they use that word. And what happens, I think, when people think about being bulky is maybe they have like a little bit of that extra layer of fat or whatever, that's still kind of sitting around. But if you're doing these kind of workouts 
you're keeping your nutrition in check and you're slowly building that muscle while decreasing that body fat, you're going to get that tight toned sculpted body that you're, you know, seeking out. It's not going to be this big bulky kind of thing that people are envisioning happens. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. You're going to look exactly the way you want to look when you're on that elliptical for three hours. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what I try <laughs> to tell people it's like, I know what you're going for and that's not the way to do it. Um, let's, let's rotate to the ebook. So what's the format of it? What kind of movements are we doing? And what's the like target demographic, ultimate goal, all that stuff. So let, let's just start with the format. Like, what are we doing in this ebook? So it's mostly going to be, um, strength training based. I kind of went back to the basics when I was programming it, meaning I like to hit on, four of them, what I think are the major groups. So we're going to do some sort of a squat, some sort of a hinge, some sort of a push and some sort of a pull. Those are kind of like the four main ones for me, which is kind of what I do when I train for my PT clients, especially if we only have 30 minutes, we're doing a push pull squat hinge. Um, of course you can add other things on there that I think are important, like grip strength, um, core strength, things like that. But so we're going to basically have three days a week that are working on the push, pull, squat, hinge. The movements will change, um, but every other week they're going to be progressing, right? So it'll be week one, we have X amount of movements. Week two, they'll change. And then week three, we'll come back to the week one movements, but try to progress them in some sort of way. And why um, that undulating kind of periodization important to you like why why mix up movements every other week honestly it's more so just for to keep things kind of fun sure. i mean there is like a scientific background for undulating can be pretty beneficial for muscle growth and things like that um but i also want to keep people interested i want to have some fun with it but still having that undulation um is going to be great for you know, progressing as well. So that when we're in week three, we're going back to the week one movements, but we're trying to progress in either weights most likely or reps. So you're getting that progressive overload, um, to again, help us build strength. They're and, also, oh, I'm sorry. No, go um, ahead. You're, I think you're going to go there anyway. There also is like a, um, a fun optional fourth day that I have for people where they can do more of like a high intensity interval training workout for the people who, I don't know, I can just kind of scratch that itch for them sure. <laughs> of having fun and feeling a little bit exhausted. Because again, I think that's one of the things where it's like the bulky thing, right? We have this misconception that we have to be out of breath, laying on the floor, dying in order to feel like we had a good workout which is not the case, which is why that day is kind of an optional day. But I did throw it in there to maybe scratch that itch for some people, because even I get that itch sometimes where I miss yeah. kind of feeling like I'm really suffering. <laughs> well, I think that's the true art of coaching, right? Is like, we, you guys always have to figure out that balancing point of like, okay, what's actually going to get you results. But I also understand that you're human and this has to be fun and enjoyable. So what can we do to like, just let you be as consistent as possible in your routine. Right. Like I think a lot of coaches who have been in the game for a while, understand that um, with these movements, I know you recorded YouTube videos. So everyone will have access to you demoing the movement from multiple angles. So no one should feel lost. Was there anything specific you wanted to add to that? Like if someone 
purchases this ebook, they look at it and they're like, okay, I'm, I'm trying to figure all this out. Like what's some specific guidance you would give them throughout the training protocol? Yeah. Um, I mean, I tried to set it up as best as I could so that people feel like they can go through it autonomously. Uh, like you said, all the movements have videos, but there are also different like scaling options for people just in case, you know, maybe the listed movement isn't something they're able to do, or maybe they don't have equipment access to it. So I kind of kept that in mind with all the different scaling variations, you know, like if there's a weighted pull up or a pull up movement in there and you don't have that, there can be some sort of a scale. Um, or if you don't have access to, you know, some of the movements I have programs utilize machines or like a cable tower. If someone doesn't have access to that, the scalar modification will give you something where if you have dumbbells, you can do it. Like for example, one of the movements is like, it's called a Bayesian cable fly. It's a chest exercise. If somebody doesn't have access to cables, um, I believe what I gave the option for is like a, a fly with dumbbells. So yeah. it's pretty versatile depending on, you know, not only just equipment access, but your abilities as well. Um, it is meant for people who do have some sort of barbell or strength training experience, um, but you don't have to be like some elite level athlete or something to make yeah. use of this. As long as you know how to do like an air squat and you can add a barbell to that or a kettlebell or dumbbell to that, you're going to be able to utilize it. And obviously like, as you take this step out and kind of creating your own program, creating your own brand, like what would be the ultimate goal of this ebook like to you in your head what would need to happen or for you to be like yeah that was actually pretty cool and I think pretty successful what do you think that is <laughs> um well I think the ultimate goal would be for me to be able to work with somebody who buys the ebook in some sort of capacity whether yeah. that's maybe they're interested in doing personal training at the gym if they live here in Houston um, you know, if not, maybe that's doing remote coaching. So we can kind of take all of the stuff that we did from the ebook, put it into an app and I can coach you virtually, whether again, you live here or not. Um, or maybe if someone's interested in doing some sort of combination of remote coaching and maybe nutrition coaching, because they're seeing, you know, all of the strength gains and benefits in the gym, but they also want to really take that up a notch and apply it to their nutrition as well. That would be kind of the ultimate goal is working together in the future in some sort of capacity. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think, yeah, the nutrition part of that, like, I think once you start getting into, I think you realize like once you actually start lifting weights on a dedicated program, like how much food you actually need to eat just to support your activity. Like, I think sometimes like coming in and just doing Metcons, it kind of fools you into like, how much food you actually need to be eating, but your nutrition has to be dialed in when you're lifting weights, you know? Oh yeah. I mean, that goes back to the, what we were, were originally taught as women, right? Like get on the treadmill and don't eat anything. And we're going to do the opposite with this, right? We're going to lift weights and we're going to make sure that you're fueling your body enough to put it in position to make the most use of those workouts, right? Like making sure that we're eating enough protein specifically, which almost everyone that I come into contact to with that hasn't, you know, really taken a, a deeper look at their nutrition, they're always under eating protein. And that's not going to put you in a good position to try to gain muscle mass if you're not hitting that protein. So that would be a 
great goal for me. I would definitely feel awesome if somebody was interested in um, working with me in that as well. I think it would enhance the ebook experience for sure. Um, kind of now rotating to like the last piece of, of stuff I want to talk to you about was just your own personal brands. Like, I feel like in the three years that you've, I've had the pleasure of being able to work with you, you have developed a, a voice. Like I, I, I consistently kind of seeing you grow and grow and evolve and evolve, which is exciting because I ultimately want to be able to do this with all of my staff members to say, Hey, once you have a voice and you have a message, let's get it out there and let's try to get you guys to your 50 perfect clients. Right. Like that's, I honestly want to support you guys in that. But like, when you think of your, when you think of your personal brand, what do you want it to represent to you? Like I have a very specific, like uh, a very specific way of thinking about the district H brand. Like if someone were to think of Miranda's brand, what is it meant to represent and what do you want it to represent to the fitness world? Yeah. Um, for lack of better words, I want it to be kind of just like this badass female thing, like people or women who are unapologetic about who they are. They're confident in who they are. They want to get strong and feel confident and empowered in their bodies and about themselves. Um, I just, I really want to just kind of be the opposite of what we were always taught growing up. Like, let's undo that and let's step into this. You know, I, one of the greatest wins I've actually had recently was with a couple of my female clients who have said, you know, I never thought I'd be lifting this much, but more importantly, like I never thought I would love working out, you know, they used to hate it things like that. And so if I can help more women just feel excited about being strong and about doing a good thing for themselves and being healthy, like that's what I want to represent. Yeah. I, I like, I envision you walking into like a Victoria's secret runway show with a <laughs> sledgehammer, just going to town on people. Like that's what I, that's what I see when you, when, when you, when you explain that, I know you, you and I've worked up the tagline strong is beautiful you know, which I think is, it speaks really, really well to not only how you view what strength training means to you, but what it can mean to empower women to be confident and capable and walk into that show with that sledgehammer with you and just kind of take over the world. Like, is that, is that what you kind of see in your head? Yeah, 100%. I mean, they even have like that hashtag on Instagram now that like strong is the new skinny, which I'm all about. <laughs> I think we get so caught up in, especially again, as women, so caught up in what our body looks like, you know, we're just trying to chase the six pack abs, the flat stomach, which is totally fine. I mean, aesthetics are important. I do care what I look like. I get that. But if we can chase more or think more about like what our bodies can do and embracing them for like, you know, I'm strong, I can lift this, I can carry this, like, if you chase down more of that, I'm sure. And I can guarantee you that your body's going to look the way that you want it to look anyways, but being proud of it for what it can do, not just what it looks like. Um, is something that's been important to me recently as well. That's awesome. 
Yeah, no, I, I love it. And like I said, you're, you're kind of the first staff member to kind of go down this road. And I know, I know Robert's right behind you in terms of developing this messaging about what means the most to you guys. And we'll, we'll keep developing it as we go, but you know, ultimately where you kind of sit right now, what's kind of the stamp you want to put on the fitness industry with what you, why you exist as a professional and the impact you want to make, what would you sum it up to be? Um, I think just capping everything that we've kind of said here, like being unapologetic about who you are, what you stand for, stepping into that confidence of that strength and that strong is beautiful. <laughs> Love it. Anything else you want to leave with, uh, with listeners, obviously, if you guys are interested in purchasing the ebook, it is available in the member app, but also available on our link tree. So if you go to Instagram and you just click uh, on the link in there, you can purchase it through there as well. Um, if you're interested in learning more about Miranda or wanting to work with Miranda, or if Miranda's story kind of speaks to you, whatever you're kind of going through right now, and you think Miranda can help, definitely reach out to her. You know, even though she's not coaching groups, she's always around the gym taking care of everything else that goes on. She's my right hand woman. So if you guys want to work one-on-one -on -one with her, um, definitely reach out. And I, I think you guys will have a better relationship with the type of impact that Miranda's trying to leave. So anything else you want to say, Miranda? No, just thank you to everyone. And um, I'm always here. I'm always available. Like you're saying, if anyone wants to have, a, even if it's a conversation and if you're a male who has questions, like that's okay too. Or I know sometimes like this is mostly targeted towards women, but I want the guys to feel like if they have a question, they can certainly talk to me about it because that is a real thing as well. Um, but yeah, even if you're not interested in the ebook necessarily, like, and you just have a question or want to have a conversation, flag me down. Cause I'm always here and I enjoy having those kind of conversations and making that impact. So appreciate everyone. And I'm always here. Awesome. All right, you guys have a great rest of your day and uh, yeah, see you next week. Take care. Bye.